Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Today we are live at Rosati's Pizza in Cumming, Georgia, and we are going to kick off your NFL Sunday ticket today. I'm your producer, T-Nick, sweet from Nick Sports Radio. I got my brother, Kev, the analyst, and we're going to break down everything on your matchups today. We're going to talk about fantasy football so you can get your lineup straight. So let's kick this off. How you doing, bro? I'm all right, man. How you doing? We're doing pretty good. Hey, I just want to thank everybody for listening in on nicksports.com, on TalkShoe, and uh, heck, it's, it's going to get crowded in here in a little bit, man. Yeah, the games ain't started yet, man, but people are already in ordering pizza. Um, they might do like I do today, eat a little healthy, order a salad, man, but um, regardless, they're going to enjoy this Sunday for sure. I'm, I'm not getting healthy. I'm straight beer and pizza today, man. I'm nothing healthy. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be, man. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. Ain't nothing wrong with that, T-Nick. All right, today we're going to talk about the matchups, the 1 o'clock matchups. And, uh, but before we do, man, um, man, how are you doing? I'm wonderful, man. It's like today is the, um, the last day of, of first in football, so it's like from here on out through December. I got my college football and I got my pro football on Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Monday. So um, everything is perfect, T-Nick. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's a lot of college that went on yesterday and, uh, and a couple of upsets if you want to go ahead and, and uh, put it in there. One almost monumental. If, if Auburn would have lost that game to Jacksonville State, that would have been the biggest loss of all time, I think. I, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating because that's the top 10 team Going against a Division two school. Well, that they probably end up dropping down in the rankings. Which they, they need to. They need to. Uh, Michigan State pulls one out over Oregon, which I thought they did, and it was great. Yeah, man. I mean, it was a good game, though. The Ducks showed up, but we knew the Ducks this year weren't the Ducks of last year. Right. And what this brings up is the um, potential game um, for Ohio State Michigan to be undefeated in November, which would be a very, very – Exciting game. Do you think both of those teams can make it regardless? Um, I, th- I think they can. I don't think they will. But I think they can because the loser 
more than likely won't make it to the Big Ten championship. Right. And it's hard to put somebody in the playoffs that at least didn't make the Big Ten championship. Gotcha. So that's where I look at that deficiency right there, T. Nick. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, bro. Let's... Yeah, but yeah, like you said, man, I know we're about to roll into this pro, so let's go ahead and finish off the upsets, man. Virginia almost pulled one off over Notre Dame. Notre Dame lost their starting quarterback. So um, your pick of Georgia Tech and Notre Dame may alter next week based on the injury to Notre Dame starting quarterback. Well, like I said, I think uh, Notre Dame – well, not Notre Dame, but Georgia Tech, that's my dark horse to get in the tournament this year. Yeah, so, I mean, they got a better chance for this next game, man. I mean, you look at those teams that they got to play. They got to play North uh, Notre Dame next week. They got to play uh, Clemson, Duke, Florida State. That's a pretty good resume. In Miami. In Miami and North Carolina. And then Georgia. And Georgia on top of that. So if they can pull all those out or, or maybe lose just one game, they got an opportunity. But they can't look ahead to Notre Dame because they play them next week. Good. Uh, uh, I just want to remind everybody, uh, this is Nick Sports Radio. Uh, if you want to go ahead and follow us, please hit us up on our Facebook page at Nick Sports Radio. You can subscribe to our page on uh, YouTube. And uh, you can go to our website, home website, NickSports.com, where you got profiles and videos. And uh, check out our fantics. Yep, we got Twitter, man, so follow us everywhere. So, uh, But we are here at Rosati's Pizza at 415 Peachtree Parkway here in Cumming, Georgia. Hey, if y'all not coming down, you know they do have carry-out, uh, catering, and delivery. Uh, call in at 678-513-1113. And y'all guys got to try this monster pizza that they have. This thing is just so awesome. They put everything on it. Uh, just want to send a shout-out and just want to thank uh, the owner for letting us, Matt, Matt, the owner, for letting us uh, do this show and uh Proud sponsor of Nick Sports Radio. Yep. It's a wonderful thing, T. Nick. All right, bro. How you want to kick this off? You want to do this on uh, I mean, college? Are we still kicking college? No, nah, we'll go ahead and go to the pros because that's what we're here to talk about. So um, this is a Bears bar. So what we figured we'd go ahead and do is start with the preview of a game at 1 p.m. in Chicago versus the hated rivals, the Green Bay Packers that made the NFC Championship game last year and truly should have made the playoffs. I'm at the Super Bowl, but they wilted at the end. T-Nix. Yeah. Green Bay's favorite by six and a half points. Basically a touchdown. Okay. Do you see an opportunity (laughs) with a banged-up wide receivers core, Eddie Royal and um, Alshon Jeffrey? Right. And with the defense we're just not sure about, is there an opportunity for them to pull the upset in this game, you think? Uh, it'll probably be a slim-to-none chance, but uh, the whole thing is going to rely on two people, Matt Forte and Jay Cutler. It seems like I was looking at during the preseason, uh, the Bears' defense looked like it improved, you know, with uh, Charles Tillman's gone, uh, Briggs gone, and uh, it seems like the Chicago's defense – but with the injuries that's hindering them on the offensive side of the ball, it's going to be really hard for Jay Cutler to keep up with a caliber-type player with Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, and with the absence of Jordy Nelson, on the other hand, for the Green Bay Packers, uh, that spread could have easily doubled into double digits. 
Because I'm going to give you a stat that you need to remember in terms of the Chicago-Green Bay matchup where Aaron Rodgers and Jay Cutler at um, quarterback. Jay Cutler is 1-10 in 10 against the Packers, including the playoffs. Right. And 44-29 and 29 against all other teams. So it seems like that. Don Capers can get in this man's head. We're talking about multiple interceptions almost every game. Well, it seems like uh, the Green Bay Packers and Don Capers are Jay Cutler's Achilles heel. They are most certainly. And uh, and on top of that, later on, and later on in the show, we're going to bring up the other teams in that division as far as the Minnesota Vikings, which everybody got high hopes for. Yeah. And uh, but like I said. Matt, uh, Jay Cutler last year um, threw for over 3,800 yards and 28 touchdowns. Um, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But he didn't do it against Green Bay. He did, he did not do it against Green Bay. Matt Forte, he had a mediocre year with a little over 1,000 yards. Had a lot of receptions, though. A lot of, yeah, he had a lot of PPR. So yep. that's something you need to think about uh, for your PPR fantasy league teams uh, if you have Matt Forte. You can just put him in there, but he had a rush for over a thousand yards, a little over a thousand yards, with three point nine a pop and uh, six touchdowns. So, but he did make up on the other end, like you said, with a uh, PPR. Yep. So T Nicks, man, just, just, I mean, the Bears last year gave up ninety three points in two games against the Packers. So I'm just going down reasons why it's hard for me to believe that the Bears will pull off this upset today. Well, yeah, and I know we are sitting in the Chicago sports bar, but sometimes analysts are going to have to be realistic. Yeah, you got to be honest. Yeah, 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 that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah, and it's not impossible. It's not I'm impossible. Not, because it's still a rivalry game, and they're playing at home, and it's opening day. But just in terms of my pick for this game, I am taking Green Bay to win this game. I take Green Bay and to cover on the spread. And to cover. And to cover on the spread. Devin, I see you nodding your head over there. Who you got for the game? <laughs> Green Bay? All right. My man Devin agrees with us. Green Bay to win. Green Bay to win. <laughs> All right, T-Nick. What's on next, next on the docket? Let's talk about another game, another 1 o'clock game. You want to do Indy at Buffalo? Why not? Let's do Indy at Buffalo. All right, T-Nick. So, um, Indy last year made it to the – AFC Championship also, but they got destroyed by the Plate Gate and uh, uh, New England Patriots. Right. They got a lot of veteran help this year. Right. Frank Gore. Yeah. And Andre Johnson. Yeah. Um, their defensive end that was hurt last year, um, he's back. He was out for the entire year. Um, his name slips my mind right now. But Buffalo is. Rex Mania is going crazy. They said people have been tailgating since. Like it's a, a college game, T-Nick. Right. So there's a high level of excitement for a defense that was already top 25 and many felt was back away. Yet still they improved at the running back position getting LaShawn McCoy. Right. So T-Nick, Green Bay. We picked them to go to the Super Bowl, right? Right. We picked Green Bay on previous show, yes. Indianapolis, are you going to pick them since they lost to the AFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready either. I don't think they're ready. But then, next question, are they ready for the day? Do you think they can pull off the upset being a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Buffalo? 
Remember, they're playing in September, not December, so we don't have to worry about snow. Right. Well, I think uh, Indianapolis can pull it out just for the simple fact uh, Buffalo having problems at the quarterback position. That's the, that's the biggest problem. Well, I'll tell you like this, T-Nix. Tyrod Taylor, I like him a whole lot. Um, he's mobile and pretty accurate, and he makes decent decisions. The only reason we really didn't hear of him before now is because he was behind Flacco. Right. Well, my biggest, my biggest concern about Tyrod Taylor is that Tyrod is in a pretty decent division that has a pretty good defenses. You got the Jets, Dolphins, and the Patriots. They reloaded. They just reloaded on the defensive side of the ball in the draft along with the veterans that they have. I think, personally, Taylor will get the, get the nod today, most definitely. I don't think he'll be starting at the end of the year. I can see that. So you think it's going to be back to um, the third-year player, E.J. Emanuel from Florida State? That's who you think is going to be starting by the end of the year? Uh, E.J. Emanuel. Probably will. He probably will. Um, unless it, I think it's going to be a lot of musical chairs going on at the quarterback position. Okay. In Buffalo, um, Rex Ryan, you know, he used to dealing with quarterbacks that aren't really high caliber, you know, per se Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, and that's how a lot of teams are building their teams. They, they, they think they can get a mediocre quarterback and build everything around them. Uh, look at Alex Smith. In Kansas City, um, I call him better than mediocre, though. Really? Yeah, he's better than mediocre in my mind. Okay, I'm not saying he's a uh, um, Joe Montana, right? But mediocre is—I <laughs> can give you a list of mediocre ones. <laughs> All right, T. Nick. So let's go ahead and pick the game, man. I call it like this: um, Darius, their strong defensive tackle, is um, suspended for this game. Right. Although I don't think they're going to um, wear Frank Gore out early in the season. It's already been stated. Right. I still think Indianapolis pulls this game out in Buffalo. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if Buffalo starts the season 1-0 and because they can most certainly put the pressure on Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. But I'm still going with the Colts. Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, go against the grain. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Buffalo Bills just for the simple fact Uh Buffalo, I believe, but Buffalo has a little more talent. Oh, my quarterback position. Oh. <laughs> You're telling me they got more team that made the AFC Championship yeah, last year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they had a pretty easy schedule. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're going to write that one down right there. We're going to write that one so down. So we're different on that pick right there, T-Nix. All right, man. You ready to go to this um, Kansas City and Houston game? Let's do it. All right. Kansas City, this is a game, this is probably one of the more balanced games of the day. I know everybody's been talking about J.J. Watt the entire offseason, but there's a lot more to this Houston defense than J.J. Watt. Right. Man, they picked up Vince Wilfork, man. That's about 380 pounds worth of man in the middle. Right. Jadavion Clowney is a lead day. Right. Their defensive backfield worries me a little bit, but in terms of that front seven, T-Nix, it's hard to find a better one in the league. Right. And we know um, Jeremy Macklin's been picked up by Kansas City. Right. We know they got one of the best backs in the league in Jamal Charles. We know they have a good offensive line and an up-and-coming tight end in um, Travis Kelsey. 
this offensive battle will be very interesting to me, T. Nick, versus the Houston's defense. What's your thoughts about that uh, matchup? Well, uh, well, Houston definitely got all the tools that they need to compete uh, with Kansas City's offense being as potent as it is. But the whole thing that I brought, that I said earlier, you put pressure on Alex Smith. That's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to. I mean, he threw over three thousand or thirty-two hundred yards last year, eighteen touchdowns. He's not that productive as a quarterback. He's a game manager. And uh, Andy Reid, he's gonna go ahead and do something with it. But like you, I mean, say, that's why they got Macklin. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to improve and give him a better weapon, man. With Macklin and hope that um, Kelsey is back on point. But when you flip to the other side of this game, I mean, the Chiefs' defense was one of the better defenses last year with Ontario Poe. Right. And then you also got Justin Houston, who almost broke the sack record. Versus, to your point, this is what I call a mediocre quarterback in Brian Hoyer. Right. And then Alfred Blue instead of um, Arian Foster, man. So, I mean, I look at those matchups, T-Knicks, and even though Kansas City's on the road, man, I'm taking Kansas City in this game. Uh-oh. <laughs> with, with negative uh, feedback from the, from the audience. I like them this season, but this game, I just think Kansas City's going to pull it out. Well, I, you know, it's just, you know, just in in defense, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Brian Hoyer is a product of the system. That's what I'm worried about. He, he's a product of the system uh, when he was – in New England, he was a product of the system, and he's been bouncing around, and somehow he made it work in Cleveland, but yet and still they got rid of him when they got Johnny Manziel. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Can he fit in his system? That's, I, my, that's my biggest deal. I mean, I think he can. I think over the season, I think he gets better, and I think especially when Arian Foster comes back, right? I look at Houston to, to, to pick up some more wins. And people forget this team went eight and eight last year after picking the number one last year. Right. So this team isn't far away. But just for this game, I just got to go with the Chiefs, T. Knicks. Who you going with? You know what? You gonna play to the crowd? <laughs> I told you I think this is the closest game this week. I can see it going either way. So. Oh my God. Oh. You got them all looking at you, smiling at you. Oh wow. Man, I, I, I'm taking Houston. I got to go with Uh-oh. the defense. I got to go with the defense. <laughs> they got a better defense. I got to I gotta take Houston on this one at home. All right. And, and like I told you, I think this game may not get the notoriety of a lot of the other games, but I think just from a pure football standpoint, I think this will be the best game of the day in my mind. I'm really excited about watching this game. Okay. Okay. All right. So next. Let's go ahead and throw a boring game in here, T. Knicks. Okay, it won't it. require a lot of conversation at all. We're talking about Cleveland versus the New York Jets. Oh, wow. Okay, Cleveland versus New York. All right. So, uh, both of consistently. So we do not like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and that's not the only reason I'm picking against them today. How are you going to have a backup quarterback start and then your best wide receivers out for the game? Yeah. That worries me with this Jets defense. 
that I think is going to be swarming today. Well, I'm with defensive backs, team, you think about who their corners are, Cormarty and Riga. Yeah. But so what? I mean, yeah, you, you, okay, you might have a hard time throwing. Okay, they're going to have a hard time running, too. Well, yeah. Because you're going to have an extra man in the box because Revis and Cormarty can play anybody that they got one-on-one. Okay. So and I mean, I'm not even I'm not exaggerating with that one. So it's only the middle of the field is going to be open for them. So, um, promo code touchdown, 80 Wow. Give me a reason. Give me a reason to pick Cleveland. Uh, I can't. I can't give you. I can't give you a reason to pick Cleveland. Cleveland on the road. On the road. Um, Jets are three and a half point favorite. Right. And I'll give them three. And I mean, a half. and, and, and I, I give them a push on the on both defenses. I give them a push on both defenses. And um, yeah, I mean Cleveland has a good defense. It's don't, not defense. Don't be surprised if this is a nine to fifteen game. Well, I'll tell you like this. I like – if it was Geno Smith, I'd be more worried. But I like Fitzpatrick at quarterback with his two wide receivers. Right. And right. I like Chris Ivory running the ball. So, I really think this is going to be the Jets' chance to, to really show the league that they're a little more serious than a lot of people are taking them for. Right, right. And uh, it goes to the playoffs, man, but they should be at least 7-9, 8-8. 8 You can't lose this game to Cleveland at home with their top wide receiver option out. Right. So, I, I'm I'm taking the Jets in this one too. I mean, it's just the home field advantage. Uh, I just think the Jets are stacked. Uh, well, it just breaks it even. Okay. With the quarterbacks and and just on the offensive side of the ball, the defense is even. And I, I think the biggest deal is going to be special teams is going to probably make the difference. Ah, you're a lot to stick tonight. <laughs> All right. Out there, maybe there's a Dolphins fan, but let's go ahead. Dolphins versus the Redskins, right? Um, problems still going on, but at least we can focus on on field for three and a half hours. Uh, against right, RG3 might be the fifth um quarterback on the roster by now, yeah, maybe. Um, exactly, man. I mean, honestly, I think they might play me a quarterback before they play RG3, right. So um, the biggest thing about this, uh, Redskins didn't really reload on anything. Uh, Deshaun Pierre, of course, you know their number one runner. He happens. Yeah, they're attack. He uh, Alpha Morris had eight touchdowns last year. Rushed for uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Erratic. Is He'll it, throw for three seventy five one game. Throw for one twenty five with three interceptions in this game. Well, well yeah, and, and that's he's he's almost like a a, a toned down Brett Favre. You don't know what he's gonna do that game. Yeah, it'll be great or not so great. But yeah, uh, but at least Brett's not so great still left you a chance to win the game. Right. <laughs> so not that one. But you and I talked about the Dolphins' defensive line and how when they were um, practicing against the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers head coach actually had to talk to the defensive line coach and say, hey, can you tell them to chill out? That way we can really get some practice in on our plays. Right, right. Well, I mean, Dominican Sue, T-Nick. Dominican Sue is probably Cameron one of Wake. the Cameron Wake. And uh, this is probably one of the best acquisitions in all season this, this, this past season. Yeah, one of the most expensive, but I think one of the best. Yeah, it was worth it. 
Yeah, yeah I think so too. And so, so uh, uh, the Dolphins already had one of the best red zone defenses in the, the past two years. Yep. And now you throw a Dominican Sue in there, and this, that front seven is is just as vicious as anybody else's front seven in the league. But right, team, uh, yeah. Uh, they they picked up a couple of acquisitions. They picked up Kenny Stills from New Orleans, and uh, give another weapon to Tanny Hill with the absence of Mike Wallace. That's now in Minnesota. Drafted um, Devontae Parker too. Yeah, the, the drafted Devontae Parker. Uh, I still think uh, they may have uh, they need to they still need a game breaker at their uh, wide uh, running back position. Well, Lamar Miller he had a decent season. Last it was a year. decent season, but uh, I think they're going to uh, get Kenny Hill a little more involved. I mean, they picked up uh, Cam- uh, Jordan, Jordan Cameron, Jordan Cameron, not Cameron Jordan. Yeah, I went on. Yeah, and they picked him up. So it, I mean, they're giving Tanny Hill weapons that he need to work with and you put that along with that defense dolphins they might actually squeeze in as a, as a wild card yeah, yeah. i mean this, this is a lot of t- um people's pick as a wild card so yeah. now t next let's circle around to this game do you see any chance for washington pulling off the upset or do you see this is where Tannehill has that good solid game i think lamar miller does pretty decently and of course the defense is gonna swarm and cause a couple of issues with Kirk Cousins the ball over. Right. Uh I'm picking as if you can't tell by the old statements, I'm going with the Dolphins. But the Dolphins I mean they I think they just they have too much defense for uh, for Washington right now. And uh I don't think Gruden can uh actually figure out something to deal with that front seven. I mean, I just think they're physically uh, more powerful, uh overall more talented. Yeah, and uh, and and Drew's going to have to keep a tight end or keep a running back in just to even pass on that front seven. Yeah, or it's going to have to be three step drops, and eventually the defense figures that out. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what they people always say. Oh, just do a three step drop. You think defensive coordinators don't know that, and they're not going to adjust? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always about adjustments. Exactly, it's always about adjustments. I mean, uh, uh, my homeboy Curtis McDaniel used to play for the Seahawks. You know, back in the day, he said they had a play called Willie Drop, Willie Shoot. Okay. It, that means that you do a you do a stutter step before you actually decide to blitz on those three drop steps. So disrupt timing. Yeah, just for timing. Just yep. to disrupt it because we're supposed to throw, you didn't take off up the field toward the ball yet and you still standing there. Now you know threw off the timing and all you did was just stand there. Stand there, exactly. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> That's simple. All right, T Nick, let's roll through these two games real quick and then let's do a five minute last minute fantasy update so we can get people their updates before the game start. All right, let's go ahead and roll with Carolina and Jacksonville, T Nick. Right. A lot of people I don't know I like Jacksonville this year. Yeah. Okay. I think they had a nice draft. I and I think Blake Broyles is going to take another big step. Okay. Um, with Carolina, they lost their number one wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin. Right. Already struggled passing. T Knicks. You may think I'm crazy. I think I'm crazy. As the two bear man. Okay. <laughs> I have to roll. With Jacksonville in this game, points. I like Jacksonville at home to cover. Well, well I like Carolina. Um, the defense. I know you love their defense. defense. But don't Can't forget, Starla Tua Tui. Right. That's what 
He's going to be for Carolina. From middle. Right. But at the same time, I think uh, Cam Newton is always the X factor in the game. But at quarterback, it's hard to be an X factor for the whole game without Jacksonville. Against Jacksonville. Man, man, I'm telling you, man, you better watch Jacksonville, man. I, I got confidence in Jacksonville. They're not going to be, get beat 43-10 to 10 every game this year. Now, now I know it's going to be some spoilers. I mean, the Jacksonville is, is a team that is set up to be spoilers for a lot of for a lot of teams. But, uh, I mean, for a home opener, minus the injuries, pound for pound, I think Carolina is the better team. Carolina is the better team at this time, but the better team don't always win. So what I'm telling you right now, T-Nix, is I'm rolling with Jacksonville and you're rolling with Carolina. Right. All right, let's do this last um, 1 o'clock game so we can then talk a little bit of fantasy. Seattle? The, they lost on the last play of the Super Bowl, which we all know, infamously know. Right. They go to St. Louis this week. Right. Cam Chancellor's not playing. And they're holding out. Huh? Yes, they're holding out. And there are many concerns about Seattle's offensive line. Right. With that being said, T-Nix, I love their defense. Regardless of Chancellor. Yeah. I'm not going to say they're good, but I'm saying they're close. Right. So, t with that being said, I'm rolling with the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, all day. I'm taking the Seahawks, too. They're three-and-a-half point favorite. You're still taking them with three-and-a-half. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah I, I lay it down. But I, I think – but you know what? Seattle plays very well, but the Rams play game when right. they play inside the division team. Right. So, you know what? With points, I'm actually going to roll with – the Seahawks still. <laughs> I tried to convince y'all that I was going otherwise, but I couldn't see the But I like the Seahawks to win this game too, Nick. That's what's up. I'm taking the Seahawks too. Hey, you listen to Nick Sports Radio. We're live at Rosada's Pizza off of 141 in Cumming, Georgia. When we come back, we're on talk. Fantasy football and the rest of the games this afternoon and this evening. We're listening to TJ, the producer, Cam, the analyst, Peter. On Nick Sports Radio. On NickSports.com. Yup. One o'clock game about to start. Get here, y'all.
give me a sleeper for Cleveland and the Jets. I don't think he's a sleeper, but um, watch out for Chris Ivory. I like Chris Ivory having a good rushing game, even though Cleveland has a good rushing defense. Right. Decent rushing defense. Right. All right. All right. I saw the first kickoff, T. Knicks. So, Kirk Cousins is taking the field for Washington. Interception on a third player. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, let's go ahead and move into the 4 o'clock games that was going on and uh, so people can actually set up their lineups and we'll talk fantasy for them. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the 405 game, New Orleans at Arizona. You wanted to win the division, right? Yes, I did. So I know you're picking this game. Yes, I am. All right. Big L, who you have? We talking about Arizona. Oh, New Orleans having to go in the desert and play in August. Well, I think if that Airbnb is going to have a hard time when losing Jimmy Graham, so I think I'm uh, T-Nix in Southern Arizona. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk bad about C.J. Speller, but I still think possibly been a difference maker in this game. The fact that he's out just even leaves me even that much more to go Arizona. I like Carson Palmer being back at quarterback. Yeah. I like Andre Ellington at running back. Hey, Chris Johnson's go even get some carries, I think, and, and make some noise. I and we, so. we know that wide receiver core of John Brown, Fitzgerald, and possibly Floyd, I think he's playing today. But yeah. I just like that combination, and I agree with y'all 100%. I'm rolling with Arizona to take out New Orleans at home. Dang. I like them, too. And then uh, on the defensive side, that by them uh, picking up uh, Warlaw from uh, Pittsburgh, Paul Warlaw. Yeah. And uh, that's a big addition to them. And uh, and they they got Honey Badger. He's still down there. Patrick Peterson. I mean, they got. They still got the squad. Yeah, they still got it. Yeah, exactly. And they made the playoffs last year. They made the playoffs last year. And uh, they only can do is go up. And they. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and with a depleted team like San Francisco, the depleted team like uh, injuries that we talked before the break with, with Seattle. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think St. Louis is, is on quite on their level now, but even though they can play with these teams, I think uh, Arizona is primed to win 11, at least 11 games this year. All right. He said Arizona wins 11 games. All right. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, pick. Let's, let's pick. Let's pick the, uh, the the studs and the sleepers in this game. Who's All right. Studs? Stud. I still like Drew Brees, but I don't think he's gonna produce like we expected him to last year. Right. This is a guy I took in a lot of my drafts, um, especially PPR leagues. I like Brandon Cooks a lot. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. I'm worried about which wide receivers go get it. For Arizona. Well, that's why you take Drew Brees, because it don't matter who he throw it to. <laughs> yeah. So, in my mind, the, the stud of this game is Brandon Cooks. And the Arizona defense, I think, may get a turnover or two that they may flip back to the house. Right. In terms of um, kind of people that people are probably sleeping on, with Mark Ingram being a starter and with C.J. Spiller being out, Look for Kyrie Robinson to get some carries and possibly get a touchdown or something. Right, right, right. And Josh Hill tight end for the for the New Orleans Saints. 
Mm-hmm. I look for him to have a good game, but he's not as well known of a name as Brandon Cook. Right, right. right. I got you. Big L, you got any calls on that? Anything you want to talk about that game on? In terms from a fantasy perspective? Well, like you said, I'm hoping uh, since I got him in my league, I'm hoping that uh, Chris Johnson uh, uh, find a way to get some points on the board for us. All right, that'll be interesting to see. So, all right, that wraps that game up. Team this with the Bears starting from the twenty-yard line. It's gonna be real interesting. Forte gets his two yards. Oh yeah, that's simple gut check. Simple gut check. All right, team. Let's go ahead and move on to the uh, Detroit San Diego game. Um, this is a game in a yeah. conference, but I think we got a playoff team from last year and the team that very easily could have made the playoffs last year right. in San Diego. Detroit has to take that trip to an unfamiliar team in San Diego. But the defense for Detroit, even though they lost their defensive line, right. is still very solid. Uh-huh. Oh, look at Forte breaking one. Oh. Nice start, them Bears. So, Phoenix. Yeah. This game is a hard one for me to call uh-huh. because I still like the Lions' defense, even though they lost their two studs at defensive tackle. Right. Calvin Johnson's 100%. People might talk about him through 16 games. We know he's 100% this game. Right. So that's what we're concerned about. Right. Staff, Stafford go get him to rock, and we know that last year Ebron didn't do what he was supposed to, but I think, it will, I think he'll look a lot better being acclimated another year into the system. Exactly, with Calvin Johnson on the field. But the man last year, and I think a sleeper this year, Golden Tate. Golden Tate. He looked great last year with Calvin off the field. And just think, with Calvin on the field, he's going to get single coverage a lot of the time. Right, right, right. But let's talk something about San Diego, too. Keenan Allen um, didn't do as much his second year. A lot of people have big expectations for him in third year, but I like Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson, yeah, he's a real big uh, addition to, to, to this team. And uh, I think he had the tools and the skills to take a lot of pressure off of Keenan Allen. Well, well, hold on, what, what happened to him last year? Did he get hurt? No, nah, I just got shut down. And Eddie Royal stepped up. It was just a sophomore slump, man. He was starting to get teams' number one cornerbacks instead of getting their number two cornerback. Okay. And he was getting the focus of defenses. And, I mean, you look at Gates, who suspended for the first four games, had a good season last year. Yeah, regardless. But you need your number one to step up. So is Keenan Allen going to do that or not? And I think Stevie Johnson is close enough where if he doesn't, Stevie Johnson will step his his happy feet right in that um, space and do it. Right. Well, I mean, uh, Phillip Rivers is probably going to be the X factor. This is a guy that throws for over 4,000 yards every season. Yep. And got a hard enough time, I mean, and just missing the playoff by the hair every time. Yep. Do, do you, in your opinion, do you think uh, San Diego got enough to even come out the West and even make a wild card? I don't think they – I think they have enough, but I don't think they will. Well, they was in the wild card, what, two, two years ago. Two years ago. So, I mean – I, I think they got enough as far, especially as far as the AFC go. Well, you you compete, but you got to look at the division that they're in. They went to Kansas City and Denver. I mean, those are the first two teams that you got to look at. I mean, yeah. it's hard. It's only one division in the NFL right now that can send three teams to the wild, to, to the playoffs, and that's the AFC North. Well, yeah. you know what, T. Nicks? I'll give you that. 
But I tell you, one division is close right behind them. Did it, did it surprise you? The NFC West. Yeah, NFC West close close to doing that too. You're close. They ain't the same level, but I can see. But the fact that they play each other this year, the AFC North and the NFC West, right, kind of uh, makes that a hard argument. Yeah, it does. It does. But um, Matthew Stafford. Uh, oh, oh, uh-oh. There we go. Them, them Bears. Alshon Jeffrey. And the Bears are out to pull people wrong. <laughs> Including the two hosts here. But uh, as far as Matthew Stafford and everything, I mean, I don't even know if you can say Matthew Stafford need a breakout year. The man throw for over 4,000 yards every year. I it's mean, not a breakout year in terms of yards. It's a breakout year in terms of wins and big wins. Right, right. So playing a quarterback position is about more than stats. Because if it was just stats, he kept the ball. It's about more than stats, y'all. If it was just about stats, Russell Wilson wouldn't have got paid what he got paid. Right. Gotcha. So he has to win that big game in the playoffs. First of all, get your team to the playoffs and number two, win it. So that's what it's about for him and a healthy Calvin Johnson and Abdullah, who they drafted, along with Joy Bell, to do a good job towards getting them there. So, so, so uh, right now, Joy Bell is actually the starting running back for the Lions right now. Do you think Abdullah can probably take that from him, barring injuries from Joy Bell? I think later in the season. But I just think it's going to be one of those things. You know how you always talk about thunder and lightning combinations? Yeah, two-headed monsters and all that good stuff. This is what this is going to be. So even if you look at Giovanni Bernard coming off the bench, he's still going to get his touches. Right. So I think they're cool with Abdullah getting his touches after Bale kind of pounds on him a little bit. Right. So that's how I look at it. I got it. Man, oh, teenagers, hold on. Let's stop talking about sports for a minute. Oh, man. All these pizzas coming out, man. Yeah, we're going to start flicking it up around here about these pizzas. I think <laughs> too. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I've seen salads for the healthy people like I'm going to be today. Uh-huh. And then I've seen pizzas for the unhealthy people like teenagers going to be. Yeah. <laughs> because it's Sunday. It's beer and it's pizza. Yeah. That's what it's supposed girl. to be. Beer, pizza, and, and football. Yep. Pizza and football. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Watching my fantasy. Watching my fantasy. All right, T-Nix. All right. So we talked a lot about those two teams. Who are you taking in this game? Are you taking the Chargers? Are you taking the Lions? The game's in San Diego with the Chargers being favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points and take the Chargers. I'm with you there. It worries me teams going to the West Coast, and that's what this team has to do. Right. So give me the Chargers. Jet lag. Yep. Jet lag. Be getting but it's a, hot, it's a lot easier to deal with that first game of the season. So, Big L, you rolling with the Chargers or are you rolling with the Lions? I'm going to roll with the Lions. All right, I can see it. So, he's taking the Lions. I yeah. can see it, man, because the Lions are very talented. Yeah. They made the playoffs last year. All right, so we're going to roll to the next game. Oh, and score update, y'all. Kansas City has scored a touchdown. So, they're up six to nothing. Currently, sorry to a fan. I say, my boy, who I got needs to score for the touch. Fascinating. All right. So now let's go back into these 415 games, T-Nicks. Tennessee versus Tampa. As the Bears kick a field goal. Right. So we got... 
time ever the first game of the season has been the number one pick at quarterback versus the number two pick at quarterback. Marcus Mario, James Winston. Yeah, but he right. we know how that he can. No, I mean they by the water, so it's a little cool down there. No, nah, it ain't. My wife was from Tampa. <laughs> oh no, that stadium ain't right on the water, boy. I'm telling you, you feel some heat. Right, right. All right, T Nicks. So, listening to the procrastinators. Procrastinators. You talking about the late people? That's right. why I can't say either one of them. But um, people feel that neither Tampa or Tennessee are gonna make noise this year. Right. It's all about getting that. For your hot that you did, including your quarterback. Right. Tampa Bay is favoring this game by three. So what they're saying is it's a pick em outside of the fact that they're playing in Tampa. Right. Why? Why? People have concerns. Neither offensive line is great, but Tampa's offensive line has been considered horrible. Right. Just to be honest with you. Okay, I got you. T-Nix. Oh, man. Big L. Yeah. Mike Evans is questionable. If he don't play, I think it makes a huge dent, even though I like Benson a lot. But it's good for young Winston to have three options instead of two. Right. I'm I'm calling this game as if um, Evans is playing. So you take it Tampa. But I'm liking Tampa in this game. But young Mariota don't have a lot of options to go to well, I don't know. I don't know. He picked up they uh he they picked up Harry Douglas from the Falcons. Kendall Wright, they who I like a lot. Yeah, and they got uh Doyle Doyle Green Beckham. But it might be hard for a rookie to play today. We'll see. Well, I mean, as a third option, he can play. Okay, and then what about this? What about running attacks? Let's think about that. A lot of people are very low on Bishop Sankey, right? Compared right. to people being very high on Doug Martin. Well, and plus Bobby, and plus you got Bobby Brady backing him up. Well, I, Sam's Charles Sam's. Mm, I think what what that deal with Bishop Shanky is, it's just the people just don't pay attention to him just because of the team that he played for, and, and a lot of analysts and and you know people that that uh, look at sports like that, they look at the the team that they play for and think they're not going to make any noise. So I'm is. It kind of like he's done the race. He tiptoeing. Yeah, he was tiptoeing. Yeah, because I watched him, boy. It's like, no, nah, you got to come out with an NFL level of aggressiveness. And, and You're not I, playing at the University of Washington anymore. Yeah, and no. the only player that they really had on that team, Larry, was Kendall Wright. So, I mean, so, I mean, it's. Well, like, I mean, I like Jake Locker last year, too, Nick. You know, he was all right. I mean, until he got hurt. I mean, he's just a bi-week quarterback for your fantasy league. That's but I ain't even talking about – I'm talking about from real purposes. He was good until he got hurt, and then Mettenberger yeah. came in. Right. It was all right, but they showed me enough that they could have worked with Locker if Locker wouldn't have got hurt and retired. Yeah, gotcha. I agree with you on that. Well, I mean, maybe later on down the line, uh, maybe he might get might get uh, some play, you know, because, you know, these rookie quarterbacks, if you don't protect them, if Wizard Hunt doesn't protect Mariota – you know, I mean, they could set that team back years. But think, and teammates, you talk about protecting. Think about this: Michael Orr got released. Right. Their guard Adam Lavitre came to Atlanta, got traded. That that worries me. Yeah, that's that that's a big deal. But we'll see how it goes, teammates. But 
All right, so I made my pick. So y'all got to make y'all pick. Okay, who who you took in this one? Um, give me Tampa at home. They gonna fire them cannons. Okay, they gonna the fire way the cannons. I, the way I seen Tampa play, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I mean, they uh, James Winston looked real good against our defense. I, I don't like that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and concur with y'all. I'm rolling with Tampa at the house, and I'm laying the three points. Yep. So. Somebody's down for the Panthers already. Offensive lineman Williams. Oh, wow. I hope he's offensive lineman. That's a big boy if he ain't. T-Nick. Yeah. Let's roll to, we roll into the break. A little football. And when we come back, we'll give y'all an up, update on some of the scores and on what's going on in the NFL from what we see. Uh, we are here live at Rosati's Pizza. We are streaming a live remote show at 415 Peachtree Parkway at Rosati's Pizza in Cumming, Georgia. Come on out. The TVs are on. Every game is being played. It's being shown right now. You got pizza and cold beer and everything. You got Sir, the producer, Camp the Analyst, Big L. Yep. Yeah. We'll be back after the break. Yeah. 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 I 
playing at 1 o'clock that you was uh, contemplating on. But uh, let's go ahead and move it. Yeah, what's up? We got some scores to get into, man. We got some updates. Go ahead and run down the score for it, bro. All right, so we know we're at the Bears bar. 
Cutler. Bears are currently up three to nothing. When Cutler gets no, not no, not to Jay Cutler. No, no, he didn't mean to do that. He didn't oh. mean to do it. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. No, the old ready. the old bear Julius Pepper strips Cutler and recovers the fumble. That's good for me. That ain't good for business. Yeah, it ain't good for business, though. We want to send a shout-out to Matt, the owner, and <laughs> Thanks for helping us do this. All right, see you next. So, but the Bears are currently up 3 to nothing. All right, let's go into some other scores, T-Nick. Go ahead. Kansas City's up 7-0. Brian Hoyer throws an interception. Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown. So, we got 7 nothing in that game. Still 0-0 in that Jets-Cleveland game. What a surprise. Zero zero in the Indianapolis game. That kind of surprises me. But you know, sometimes it takes a while for a team to get heated up. Right. Washington is up three nothing right now on the Miami Dolphins. They got the ball at their own twenty three. We got Carolina who's up three nothing, T Nick, who you picked. Right. And they're on Jacksonville's thirty five yard line right now. That's a little concerning. And then the one I like, man, Seattle's winning seven nothing. But guess how they scored? Defense. Special team. Special team. This is why in fantasy people take Cleveland. I mean, take Seattle. Seattle's defense. Because Lockett, like, this is the dude I want the Bengals to draft, draft like, bad. Right. Because he's that good, that much of a game changer. Special teams runs the punt back for a touchdown, man. That's a, that's why I call a difference maker. Right. Like, we don't have in Brandon Tate. Well, yeah. Well, it seems like everything is going slow right now on the on the game. Except Kansas City, who scored again, T Nick. Kansas City just pulled it out again. <laughs> Another touchdown. Um, Travis Kelsey, forty two yards. That's my homie. Yeah. That's my dog. That's I number like two for you, man. Two catches, fifty two yards for two touchdowns. Uh, yes, sir. All right, let's go ahead and keep rolling. Uh, some of them 4 o'clock games, T. Knicks. The 4 o'clock game. Which one? We got two more 4 o'clock games left. We ain't going to be a homer. Stuff. We're not going to be homer, so we're going to talk about the Bengals because it's not as exciting as the last game we're going to talk about, T. Knicks. Right. Bengals. Made the playoffs last year, lost in the first round for the fourth time in a row. Right. Traditionally, they haven't won in Oakland since 1968. That's a long time, man. I don't even – none of us was born. No, 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 I don't think so. no player on that team was born. No, no, no. So no player in the NFL was born. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about to say, except um, maybe a kicker or something. Right, right. Jackowski. <laughs> yeah, Jackowski is about forty something. Yeah, Jake the Snake was there. Stable. So we got two defensive ends that's probable for the Bengals: Michael Johnson and Dunlap. I think both play. Right. Um, Oakland doesn't really have any. Injury concerns either. Right. So that's why I like to hear right here. Well, it seems like that uh, uh, out, of, out of the Bengals' defense, it seems like G- Geno Akins, man, uh, it seems like he came back from that ACL a couple of years ago, and um, it seems like he was getting his mojo back, man. Hey, uh, real quick, T-Nicks. Bears' call has been reversed. Therefore, the Bears get a chance to punt instead of giving the ball up deep in their territory. Okay. So the Knicks. Sports show at Rosati hopefully continues to bring the Bears fans luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can roll. We're talking about Geno now. Yeah, yeah Geno Akins, uh, he's been coming back. He uh, had tried a torn ACL a couple of years ago, and uh, and it seems like that uh, it usually takes two years 
for a lot of players to come back from that and get comfortable on it and playing it on it, playing on it and have the confidence. So it seems like that he's back and um, and a lot of couple of additions. Uh, I think uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, the yeah. draft pick that the number one draft pick from like three years ago. I think he's getting a nod playing. Uh, I think with Pac Man, Pac Man Jones. I'm not my yeah. Pac Man's on the opposite side. On the opposite side, and so that moves former number one draft pick Leon Hall out of Michigan to the slot into the slot, and so. Um, it seems like the Bengals are revamping. Um, Marvin Lewis is uh, has the second highest tenure with a with a franchise team behind Belichick right now. Yep. And uh, so it seems like the, the defense is still there. Seems like defense there, but the whole question, the whole question at hand, uh, H.J. Green uh, I mean, received his contract. Yeah, talk about the weapons. The offensive weapons, you got A.J. Green, uh, start, which received a lucrative contract, uh, $60 million, four years. Um, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy, you got Jeremy Hill and Devin Jones that's, that's now back from his injury. Then you have Marvin Jones, Tyler Eifert, because uh, is no longer with the Bengals. And uh, you got Thunder and Lightning back there with Jeremy Hill out of LSU and Giovanni Bernard uh, out of North Carolina. Well, I'm hoping Tyler Eifert is going to be that difference maker, man. You know, Jermaine used to have the dropsies all the time, so I'm hoping Tyler going to come in and, and pick up where, where, where Jermaine slacked off well, well, and on well, third down catches. Well, well yeah, and, and a lot of things that uh, Tyler Eifert, uh, I, you know, this is more – I'm going a little bit overboard with this, but uh, just to put you in the comparison, Tyler Eifert is more like a Jimmy Graham than a – than an Antonio Gates or Greg Olson. He 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 he's actually can play slot. Gotcha. If yeah. he if he have to. Yeah, and, and T.J. Houston-Zada was uh, at the training camp, man, speaking speaking real good about that. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, T.J. He he had a real good tenure with him and Ocho Cinco, and uh, and we even saw it last year. Right. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. But um, nice play by Green Bay. But think about what we saw from Eifert in the first eight plays of last year before he got hurt. Yes, he right. had three catches in those first eight plays. Right. So we know that he's going to get utilized in Hugh Jackson's offense. Right. All right, y'all, we haven't talked enough about the Bengals. Let's talk something about the, the other team. The radar. The radar. The black hole, y'all. Yeah. All right, it goes like this. Amari Cooper. Right. Number four pick. Latavius Murray had some good rushes last year. Showed us a little something last year. Right. Um, Derek Carr, which has been one of your favorite uh, quarterbacks from last year's class. Right. They have a young on offense. Right. But I think the key word is young. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just that uh, the Raiders, they're, they're in a rebuilding process, and they got a lot to do. And they got a – and, you know – Oakland, they change they they change up coaches just as much as Cleveland do. So I think it's a lot of a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on the head coach. But this is for first game. Yeah. You know, this is Jack Del's game. That's right. a good thing. And Jack Del Rio got a got a uh, he got a pretty good re- uh, repertoire resume, resume yeah. and uh, and what he's been doing. And um, you know, with Derek Carr, you give him these these guys with with Murray, with Murray and. Um, Call 
they're both years, you know, with a couple of years between them from drafted. But these guys can actually build something and and, uh, and start putting players around them to do what they got to do. You you speak the truth, my brother. You speak the truth. But one thing y'all didn't mention was that pick of the Smith. How y'all going to turn? Oh, we was we was about to transition to defense, dog. <laughs> I think it's go. I think he's gonna get suspended. Don't forget, he got arrested for DUI, and I mean, he got arrested again. It's like, how did all these other cats get suspended, but he didn't? Even though he's been suspended before, right. so I just think, in my mind, my humble opinion, he's gonna get suspended again. I think he's going to show up on the field here and there. And I think the fact that they have Khalil Mack on the other side, yeah. I think it does make a dangerous tandem if he can keep his head straight. Right, right. Because people sleep on Khalil Mack, man. That dude is a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the, I mean, a lot of people thought he was the best linebacker coming out of the draft when he, when he got out. He was. He, he, was, the best, he was the best one. Uh, uh, remember, your boy, your draft expert, picked him, actually said he was number one. Oh, Mike Mayhock. Yeah, your boy Mayhock said he was the best player in that draft. Right. I mean, so it's just a, it's just a, Oakland got a lot of holes to fill, and they gotta, and they gotta do it quick. Well, well they still got Tuck up there too now. Well, well you know, it, and and you know, with that, and uh, it's just, I don't know, man. Oakland just still got the habit of picking up players that's knuckleheads. Uh, no, not not just not just you knuckleheads. I mean, they on the downside of their career, and I don't, you know. It's the old Bengals syndrome, though. Right. This is where you got to look at this situation, me being completely honest. Why am I going to go Oakland unless I get paid more than anybody else? You see right. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. So Justin Tuck, even though he's still good, he wasn't going to get $8 million a year. Right. He wasn't going to get $8 million a year if he went to any other team. All right. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, uh-oh, Aaron Rodgers, y'all, out the back of the end zone. <laughs> they look like so, Chicago giving them happy feet back there. All right, y'all, we're talking about the game a lot now. Let's go ahead and make the picks and don't sound like homers. That's all I ask. Well, Bengals favored by three. <laughs> Bengals favored by don't three. How, how we not going to sound like homers? Like <laughs> because, you know, me and T. Nance, we'll pick against the Bengals. Yeah, I ain't I, picking I, against I, them today. Yeah, 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 yeah today. <laughs> Everybody, what you say? They we haven't won in Oakland since 68. 68. I think that's the year we break through. Yeah, I do too. Because the Bengals have broken through a lot of things over the last few years. With uh, but, but now, now just just for defense of the Cincinnati Bengals, we play them probably every four years, once every four years. So. Yeah, and then that's including the years that they went to L.A. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, Take the three and uh, go ahead, and I'm gonna take, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take think, the Bengals. It's just like Cincinnati. A lot of people uh, that's that's up on them or know a little bit about them. You know, whether if you're a Baltimore, or Pittsburgh. I mean, they have probably one of the most lethal wide receiving cores in the NFL right now. Amen, brother. And, if they step up like they were last year. Uh, oh, no, he threw a fadeaway. Yeah. Oh, James Jones. James Jones. Didn't they just sign him again? They just, just signed, they just signed him. Him. That was a wonderful signing. I'll tell you like this. They got him back, huh? Yep. I don't know why New York let him go. Well, maybe they got know. depth. But, I mean, look at that catch, y'all. Open I don't the know shoulder. why Green Bay let him go in the first place. Money, money, money. Money, money. money that money. 
That money. So we both we all taking the Bengals. Yep. And let's do a few score updates. So yeah, as y'all heard, as Green Bay just scored. Houston also scored. So Houston's up to six nothing. Um extra point pending. Hey, and one thing y'all gotta remember this year, extra points aren't guaranteed. Oh yeah. Look at this. Right. Look at that. They kicking a fifteen what what's that, twenty yarder now? Twenty five yarder? I think it's thirty eight. It's thirty eight? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's from the twenty three. Thirty three. Might be 33. But DeAndre Hopkins called a four-yard touchdown. James Jones called a, um, probably about a 10-yard touchdown. And Miami is doing absolutely nothing, y'all. Miami looks like the scrubs of the league. That bad, huh? They better step it up. But another thing, y'all, St. Louis scored a touchdown, too. Uh-oh. Right. Tavon Austin, one carry, 16 yards for a touchdown. So we were worried about the rushing attack right. for St. Louis. When you can't run with your running backs, run with your versatile wide receiver. There you go. All right. So, last game, two nicks of the four o'clock group. Four o'clock group. I like this game a lot because they always tend to play. Well, let me let me rephrase that. They played one of the better games a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Right. But then, remember, Peyton Manning came out last year against the boys and threw for seven touchdowns. Yeah. To get revenge for that playoff loss. And in case y'all don't know, we are referring to Baltimore Ravens going to the Denver Broncos. Right, right, gotcha. They said Peyton can't throw no more. Yeah, like Peyton, um, arm strength is what mine is. <laughs> we know his offensive line is not what it used to be. Right. So y'all tell me, why are people picking them to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, I think I think it's a homer thing. I mean, I think it's just Peyton Manning. Uh, Debarius Thomas, uh, Monty Ball's gone, so I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know the emergence of C.J. Anderson uh, last year, last year, and uh, and what's my boy named the receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, with the emergence of him last year, even though he got hurt late, yeah, but you know I think he's gonna come back strong for him with D.T. Uh, who the, who who they tied in? I, they lost they lost uh Owen Daniels. Thomas. They brought yeah. Owen Daniels in. Bring in Owen Daniels because now. he pits QBX QBX system. Yeah. Well, he was with QBX in, in uh Baltimore. Baltimore. He was with him in Houston. In Houston yeah. too. Follow him everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's a good player. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I you know, I don't know really what happened to him in Houston. Oh, after he got hurt, you know, he kind of fell off, but maybe he back strong now, ready to go. And you got Peyton Manning throwing you the ball like, if you can't work with that, then you probably shouldn't be in the league. To me, you know, with all that, I still pick them to win the division. But this is a team I'm not as, as sold on winning the division. We know that the AFC North, to me, that's a division I don't think anybody can honestly, like, pick, like, for sure. Right. But in this division, like, we feel like with the other two divisions, with the Colts, and then with the Patriots, okay, those are given. But I don't feel it's for sure with the Broncos. You and I talked about it, and you went with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I like the Chiefs. And I get it. I totally get it. You see what they're doing in Houston right now. Right, right. But now let's get back, let's get back on task. So we talked about why are people picking the Broncos. Because the defense is good. They got, they got star power. Right. The Marcus Ware, they drafted Ray out of Missouri. Um, Von, they lost Potluck. Von Miller there. Yeah, Von Miller. They got the pass rush. Right. But to me, 
this team right here that they're playing, that's a team that don't like, – you can particularly bad. You got quote-unquote talent. Right. They play every year. Yeah. Every year. Even when they, lose, when they lose people. They think they can play even if they hit working on the sideline. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> they don't make excuses when Suggs decides – Hey, James, it's time to sue up and let's go. Right. We're rougher and tougher than anybody you can put in front of us. They believe that with all their hearts. Yeah. That's one thing I like about the Ravens. Right. And, 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 and I mean, and just playing in, in the division that they play in, it's, it's black and blue, smash mouth football. I mean, like I said, it's really only two or maybe three divisions in the whole NFL that plays that. Yeah. And that would, that would be the uh, AFC North. That would play be the NFC West. Yep. And probably the AFC East. Yeah, now they're getting there. They're getting they weren't there. there forever, but they're getting there now. And uh, Two Knicks. Broncos. Can they play that rough and tumble day today that you're talking about? I, I, or do I, they have to? Well, that ain't really the problem. It's really the postseason when Peyton Manning got to play in cold weather. Well, let's talk about today then. Okay, we're, let's we're talk about, about the today. Ravens. Okay. Today, do you think that them Ravens, can go to Denver, where they where Peyton Manning's um, seven touchdowns last year. Right. Can they do it again? I think. Big uh, yeah. what I, you think? I, I think, I they, think can. they can. I think they can. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about the Ravens secondary, but you know what I'm saying? It's still on the feet. Yeah, you're right. And you get Peyton Manning enough time, you know, if you can if you can block up the T-Subs a little bit and give Peyton a little bit of time, okay. he's going to pick you apart. It don't matter who you are. If you yeah. give him a little bit of time, he's going to pick you apart. So, okay. yeah, I think they can do it because it's, it's still Peyton Manning. That's and to let y'all know, the Broncos are favored by four and a half. And I know t has got an announcement to make before we um, go ahead and finish it off with our pick. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that uh, Atlanta is also known – Besides the food, isn't it? It's also known for his brewery companies and, and, and liquor companies and everything that's popping up around here. Uh, today we have some representatives from Moscow. 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 It's a all natural, all natural sparkling uh, vodka-based cocktail with ginger, tea, honey, and lime in it. So, uh, uh, let me see. You need the healthy person to talk about this. Y'all heard the person talking about salads earlier? This is the type of alcoholic drink I can drink right here. <laughs> to T Nix's point, it's all natural vodka. But ginger, I drink ginger every morning, y'all. So that's my that's my thing. Ginger. And green tea and honey. Right. The only difference is I normally roll with lemon instead of lemon. I'm drinking the same right now a good drink that I can drink. Yeah. It's good for me. It ain't it ain't a ton of calories. You know what I'm saying? Right. Still point. You know what I'm saying? So my sky, I'm rolling with y'all. I'm gonna take a picture with a young lady and a young man. Yeah. And y'all gonna see me with some my sky <laughs> in my cup. How about that one T Nick? Hey this... Yeah so all right T Nick. So and um just to let y'all know it is out here on my that if you buy a drink, you're entered into a drawing for a GoPro, y'all. So um, 
Y'all make sure y'all get those drinks and enter the drawing. And at 4 o'clock, you may possibly end here, leave here with a GoPro. Yeah, and just uh, if you want to know, need more information, just ask anyone walking around with a Moscow T-shirt on, and they will give you all the details that you need to know. Yes, sir. All right, right let's pick this game, y'all. All right. Uh, shoot, bro, it's about time to go to the break, ain't it? We got to pick before the break. Denver. Big L got Denver. You got Denver. With the points, give me um, – I'm taking with the points. Baltimore. I'm rolling with Baltimore with the points, but I'm taking Denver to win straight up. Uh, uh, you know what? Go ahead and get. I, I'm gonna I'm go with. I'm going with Denver. I'm going with Denver at the house. All right, T. Nick. So, like you said, we're rolling into this break, y'all. But when we come back, we got a Sunday night game to talk about, and we got two Monday night night games to talk about. Y'all know we're gonna spend some extra time on those Dirty Birds, those Falcons. That's right. So we'll be back in a minute, y'all. Roll with us, man. Come on up to Rosati's, man. Enjoy the pizza. Enjoy the atmosphere, the games. It's the first week of NFL Sunday, y'all. Let's go. Thank you. 
Radio, we are doing a live remote on the internet here at Rosati's Pizza 141 East Street Parkway. We are in the last oh. half of our show. We got a little bit more NFL to talk about. We still got to talk about Atlanta's home team, the Falcons. But before we move in, bro, let's talk a little bit more about uh, give us some score updates. All right, so we got Kansas City, who's winning 17 to 6. So um, I thought it was going to be a close game. It still can be a close game, but Kansas City is coming out firing, and I see why you picked them to be the um, division winners, and I picked them to be wild cards. Um, Chicago's in scoring range. As a matter of fact, Jay Cutler's taking a snap from shotgun, no back. Blitz is picked up. Forte, one foot out. Forte, one foot out. You only got one foot in. Uh, so you one foot. So they're about to kick that field goal to make it seven to six. T Knicks, we got Cleveland winning seven to nothing on a fifty-four yard touchdown. Well, Jenny, the ball, did he do it? Miami, what are you doing? I have no idea. You're still losing three to nothing. Seattle is losing ten to seven to St. Louis. So Seattle is doing nothing offensively 
with the exception of a special teams touchdown, y'all. Right. Carolina and Jacksonville, 3-3, three to three, about what I figured. And that's your early game, see, Nick. That's with the good. field to go going in for Chicago. 7-6. That's what's going on. All right. We got a couple more games to talk about. Well, uh, first, see, Nick. What, what we got to do? Y'all got to you got to tell everybody, man. A couple of weeks ago, y'all did the the local Rosati's draft. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So now that we're talking about the Rosati's draft and we got fancy going on, just give a few kind of high level updates on some of the scores. Well, uh, well, first of all, it was the 18 league, so everybody was everybody got You're a stat. Yeah, everybody is stat. <laughs> uh, right now, it's my luck that I'm getting whooped by. The worst right now. It ain't even halftime in the one o'clock game. Woo! <laughs> Tell them what that score is. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, well, eye opening. Well, yeah. Right now, I'm losing uh, one twenty six to eleven. Wow. Yeah. One twenty six to eleven. One twenty. Now it's one twenty four. I guess somebody must have scored. Uh, well, what were they? Uh, lost some defensive points for yeah, um, for the Bills. Right. So, what is everybody playing right now? No, dude. Don't, dude. He had Antonio Brown. This is Team White. Team White had Antonio Brown on uh, Thursday night. He had 28 points. He had Big Ben Thursday night. He had 49 points. <laughs> oh, the Bears went for it, or is it first down? Oh, that's first down. Bears get the first down. It uh, must have been a penalty on the field goal, see, Nick? It must have been. So we saw the field goals go in. I like the guts of the call, too, Nick. That's, that, yeah, that's a that's a big call right there. Mm. Bears going for broke. That's how they're gonna have to play. But yeah, man, uh, yeah, man, he stood out of him uh, forty nine points. Uh, he has Matt Forte today. Matt Forte is sitting on eighty three yards and eleven points. An opportunity for a touchdown. An opportunity for a touchdown. Uh, he had Antonio Brown uh, with 28 on Thursday. Kelsey right now with 22 points. He's sitting on 70 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he has the Bills defense starting with 11, and he had Gronkowski with four points. Woo! And he has Carlos Tyler Jones and Jeremy Hill. To finish that up man, roster. 250 points. Yeah, he's he going to kill me. <laughs> well, you need Randall Cobb to catch a pass or something, man. Well, yeah. All right, T-Nick. So, we, ran, we went through the run-through of your league. Now, let's talk about the Sunday night game, fellas. Right. This is this is one of the better ones uh, that the nation is going to be watching. Oh, he dropped it. Forte. All right, T-Nick. Yeah. We got – remember the Sunday night game last this reason. It was a coming out party of Mr. Beckham. Yeah. The one-handed catch. It was top three catch in the history of the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. The only reason I'm not number one is because of the situation. Right. The situation of the catch of um, David Terrell in the Super Bowl, Right. that's yeah. what made his number one for me. And catching okay. off your helmet, but this is a very close number two. Yeah, it is. It is a close number two. Uh, that, the, despite the circumstances and the, being the division game, 
this was a uh, wow. I mean, they even had they had to decipher that that catch on Sports Science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I mean, do it. circumstances aside, you wouldn't say that that like ain't the that, number one that you've that, seen. That was that was an excellent catch. That was an excellent catch. But yeah, it, but see, the circumstances withholding, I agree with you. But to me, the game of football is about circumstances gotcha. because what I do in the preseason is completely different than me doing in the fourth quarter. Me losing by four points in the Super Bowl. If I don't catch this ball, it's fourth and fifteen. Gotcha. So right. that's what that adds to the whole situation of a play for me. Right. The pressure and everything. Exactly. Right. Like right. Oakland running for 100 yards on um, Tennessee week 17. Man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you're doing it in the playoffs. Like, that's what makes um, just quick Ohio State reference. Like, right. I got a little home resume. Right. That's what made Ezekiel Elliott so big last year. The fact that he did it against Wisconsin, Oregon, and Alabama, three of the best five teams in the country last year. At that right. time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because we had other people run for 350 yards in the game, but they ain't do it then. Right. Oh! Got it. Alshon Jeffrey, flag. I see some cloth on the field. I don't see them celebrating. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, Chicago. All right, but, yeah, so that's why, because, uh, L, I make it number two on the list. Gotcha. All right, now let's talk about this year. Yeah. We have a team that Teenage hated at the beginning of the year. Replete second down. <laughs> but, Teenage, right. you were not a fan of New York at the beginning no, of the year. No, no. But then you got on their bandwagon. Yeah. Is there anything this year that leads you to believe, like, oh, no, nah, I'm not rolling with the Giants? Or is it like, hey, they might lose a couple of games, but I'm still riding with them? Well, well, I don't know. that. that they pretty much right where they were last year with me. Uh, I mean, Odell uh, Beckham, Odell Beckham. I mean, that's that's a great addition. Uh, Eli's kind of acclimated uh, to the to the offense now. Um, but the Giants pretty much got a crippled their number one defensive player. So, but I don't know. One guy really can't make a difference, but he can make an impact. Oh yeah. But I, I really don't know. I, I just got to wait and see how this Sunday night game goes until I can figure out what's really going on with the Giants. But until then, I really can't give them any street cred until that until it happens. Who do you know on defense as a player besides Pierre Paul? Nobody. John Beeson might be out. Right. Uh-oh, Forte. Touchdown. The Bears score a touchdown. All right. Matt Forte with a nice run. They kill him. Oh, left tackle. They killing me. So very happy for the Rosati's crowd as we can talk about the Giants and the Cowboys. Okay. I'm concerned about I'm also concerned about the Giants offensive line. Right. But we know Eli's go get his and we know in the Dallas and always go after each other. I always like 35 or something, you know? For a high school. But I just don't see York. Like, maybe I hadn't just paid enough attention to him. But when I look across the line at the Cowboys, one of the better offensive lines, I think the best running line in the door. Right. You got a very senior quarterback in Romo who knows how to make plays. You got a number one still receiver in Dez. Who's going to be their star? 
So I, I I don't know, man, because I mean, I mean, who who's getting the nod for the starting running back job? Rashad Jennings or Andre? Who who's getting the start for the Giants? Yeah, for the Giants. Oh, it's Rashad Jennings who played well until he got hurt last year. Right. So it's Rashad Jennings. Now let's talk about who's the starting running back for the um, Cowboys. Joseph Randall. Two different answers right know. there. I don't That's know. What I was saying. That's what. Eventually, you have to determine who's your steward. So we'll see how that develops during the season. But I but, think they'll get a good chance to test both of them out today. Well, I, I, what I think Dallas is actually going to do, I mean, they're going to try to establish a run game. But here you are. You got Dez Bryant, Jason Witten, and Terrence Williams. That's just that I think Jerry like like to air it out. He like exciting games. He won't, you know, he doesn't like boring smash mouth football. You know, last year they had the second most rushing yards in the yeah. league. You know, but I mean, but Jerry ain't done. Interception. Let's go. Take us to house, Jacksonville. But but Jerry know if it works, he ain't gonna try to change it too much. Exactly. That's why I think Jerry cool with them running the ball. Right. But then again, that's the whole thing. Does, by DeMarco Murray going to Philadelphia, does this actually make Dallas a contender? I think it makes them a contender. I don't think they're a playoff contender. That's what yeah, I'm Yeah, exactly. They're a playoff contender. I think they're getting the playoffs. You and I talked about it. I predict them to, um, to make the playoffs, but I don't think it makes them a Super Bowl contender. Right. right. I mean, like I said, I think Arizona is more of a Super Bowl contender than Dallas is at this point. And then a lot of people are actually picking Philadelphia more. Yeah, a lot of people are as much as they call um we're gonna talk about him in a second, but as much as people call Chip Kelly crazy, yeah. A lot of people are getting on board with it now they see his whole plan come to fruition and how well it performed in the preseason. Yeah, because in the preseason I think they averaged the most points. I think they were averaging what, thirty two, thirty something like that. Thirty four points. And Bradford was going ten for ten and you know. Right. So everybody going ham up there and uh but we're gonna see how that's gonna play out. But in the game, in this game, who we like? Um, I mean, I think y'all can tell kind of by my comment. I'm rolling with Dallas. I got to take Dallas, too. I but I'll tell you like this, t Nick. I think it's going to be a close game because they almost always play close games. Right. You know, it's just like us and Cleveland. We're supposed to be better than them, but we always play a tough, close game. And I'm going to go with Dallas, too, just like for the simple what, fact. What's the uh, on that, Kev, you know? Six points for the Cowboys. Woo! I don't know. I don't yeah, know give me can... give me the Giants with six points. Yeah, I take the Giants with six, but I, I, I straight up give me the um, Cowboys. Cowboys. All right, all right. T next, just a couple of updates. Um, Deshaun Jackson is out with a hamstring. Josh McCown suffers a concussion, so your boy Money Manziel is in the game. Money Manziel. So just two big big updates for y'all. Now let's go to the game. A lot of the, the AT aliens are very interested in right. It's a Monday night game that starts at like 17. Because <laughs> we know they do the doubleheader. Right. We are talking about the Dirty Bird Falcons hosting those same Eagles we were just specifically talking about, okay. T-Nix and Big L. Okay. Uh, do you think that, that Madden-style football scoring these chip kills in the preseason – do y'all think that continues until tonight's game, tomorrow night's game? It continues. I think it continues, which would work for him. And that's what he's going to do to make it work. And, and I don't uh, think, but Go ahead. No, I don't think a lot of having to get that together like uh, like they should be trying to. 
All right, so y'all saying Chip Kelly's um, offense puts up a, a, a – what are we talking about? Are we talking about a 28 stack? Are we talking about a 35, a 42, a 50? What number What number y'all thinking of? I'm going yeah, to give him a 30. I'm yeah, he'll, 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 he'll put a 30, 30. Burger, a 30 burger on him. Yeah, and I, I agree with y'all thinking, but, but, you know, contrary to what others think, I also think even though we talked about Atlanta's offensive line – I still think Atlanta's going to put up points also. They got too many weapons not to. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's one thing that's, that, that's still a big issue, and that's uh, the run game. I mean, that's I think exactly what I was trying I to don't say. even if Devontae Freeman even going to be ready by that time. It's going to be Tevin Coleman, dog, the rookie. Tevin Coleman, the rookie. Now, is, is he going to take enough pressure where Chip Kelly don't have to – well, I mean, where he has to – at least pay attention to the run. I mean, if he just take it out the way because Chip Kelly like to play that wide nine off defense. Yeah, that's why I think they're still gonna run. Yeah. So I mean, you're, you're already gonna take up two players in the in the secondary with Julio Jones. Yet they have no tight tight. Atlanta has no tight end to speak of. Roddy White is is coming back from from elbow injury, but I think he is starting. He's probable. He's probable, which means he'll probably go. And at the same time, what's probably going to make the, the X factor for Atlanta in this game is that the defense did get better under Dan Quinn tenure as since he came over from Seattle. Yeah, and I'll tell you a weapon that's underrated you might want to look out for. It's Hankerson as the third wide receiver. Yeah, Hankerson, he's been getting a lot of playing time since Roddy White was hurt. So he will get a lot of time in and uh, – and hopefully, if Roddy doesn't get himself hurt, you know, soon in, uh, anytime soon in the future, uh, I mean, he will give Roddy White those breaks that he needs. He give him a fresh legs in there. He's a younger player, and uh, and Devin Hester, I think he 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 might be. At, I think he's going to be out on Monday night game. That's Leonard Hankerson from uh, came from Washington. Yep. Yep. Okay. Exact one. So I was going. I was going to say I ain't think that they had anybody since they lost Douglas. So you know who was going. Like you said, you doubling Julio. Roddy ain't a hundred percent. You ain't got no tight end. Who who Maddie who Maddie got to throw to? Oh uh, yeah, and, and but then you got like they said they picked up Hankerson and you got Devin Hester also. So, I mean, and and I think he's jumping borderline between. Uh, was that doubtful and probable? Yeah. So you don't know what actually is going to happen with that, and that, and he'll probably be a game time decision. All right, T. Nicks. With that being said about Atlanta's offensive line, and with some concerns about their weapons, right. and even though their defense has gotten better, we're talking about how good the Philadelphia's offense is. Right. Philly's defense, they gave up yards, but they didn't really give up points last year. Right. That's one thing I kind of noticed. That they were the ultimate definition of bend but don't break. Well, and then a whole lot of times, too, what made Philadelphia so uh, efficient was actually their special teams. Their yeah. special teams were scoring a touchdown almost every game. Yeah, they were pretty good. I mean, the, the, the defense is, is, is the most effective thing, you know, besides their offense, of course. But you have a deep you, – you got special teams blocking punts, getting you good field position, putting other teams in bad field position. 
I mean that that can do that can that's a lot of wear and tear. That's a lot of wear and tear on a, on a, on offense that's trying to get stuff moving or a defense that need to get their backs out from against the wall. So it must be a system thing then, because yeah, when you get rid of Deshaun, you get rid of Jeremy, you get rid of uh, uh, Deshaun, yeah, like, and you still in the preseason scoring thirty points with Sam Bradford, right? Who can't stay on the field to save his life. True. And that, that, that's, that's his problem. I mean, but everybody don't know how good Bradford really is. Right. Because he's never stayed healthy. A whole, I think he played one season, 16 games, and I think that was his rookie year. Yeah. And he never been the same ever since. So so is Sam Bradford, is he going to be a product of the system? A Heck yeah. Or – or is Sam Bradford like, okay, I'm really that good. I've just been hurt. But now i got an offensive line that can protect me so I can do what i got to do. Oh, thanks. But you got people you got people like uh, DeMarco Murray that's keeping, the pre- keeping putting pressure off of him and everything. And so uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much uh, what's going to be with Bradford if, if, you can keep him, if you can keep him healthy and keep him upright. Yeah. And, and just, I just feel like he is going to be a product of the system, but at the same time, he has the talent to enhance that system. Right. Where right. Foyles played in the system, Bradford stays on the field. I think he just makes it that much better. Right. Gotcha. And I tell you, speaking of that much better, y'all, we got to talk about James Jones. Yeah. He, he he's out out here destroying people. Yeah. They don't, they, he, he, he's cat, he getting in his, uh, he getting in his mold right now. All right. So now, y'all, let's go back. We got to. Let's go ahead and pick this game, y'all. Okay. Falcons at home. Are you taking them as an underdog on Monday night? Y'all, I know how that crowd can get down there on Monday night. Right, right, right. The Eagles are a favorite. But the thing I don't like about this game is people still going to be leaving work. So I don't know if they're going to get there at time and make it <laughs> rowdy, rowdy. Right. So that two and a half points ain't as effective. Exactly as I've seen it in other games, in my opinion. Right. I, I, I actually, I'm actually uh, laying the points uh, with the Eagles and taking them. I like the Eagles on this one, uh, just for the simple fact that they still they better all around. They're better. Uh, I think Philadelphia is better all around. Uh, Atlanta can match them offensively, I believe. And with the excitement of the crowd. Yeah, with the excitement of the crowd. So I think I think the offense washes out. But I actually. Take, I actually take Philadelphia on the road, and I will lay the points down. All right, bro. We got about five more minutes in the show. We're gonna talk about this last this last game, man. Right. The game I'm not gonna be up for. Maybe y'all stay up for it, but man, ten fifteen at night on a Monday. Yeah. um, Minnesota versus San San Francisco. One of the teams that a lot of people are concerned about. Oh yeah. Um, we like Zimmer a lot because we know Zimmer. Yeah. Um, I think they did some good things last year not to have Adrian Peterson and for Bridgewater to be a rookie. That's why I get that, what people are talking about with them getting better. I get it. San Francisco worries me a lot. I'm just being straight up with y'all. They yeah. lost many retirement. Yeah. They lost the whole team. Mom. Lose your heart and soul. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Leadership, heart and soul. Uh, role player. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'm just going to tell y'all straight up. This game, I'm going to tell you how many they land. It's minus one. Give me the Vikings minus one. In San Francisco. Yep. 
So basically, they're saying the Vikings um, on a neutral field are four points better. Right. Well, I'm I'm actually going. I'm taking the Vikings also, just for the simple fact. San Francisco depleted on defense. By Mike Zimmer being a defensive coach, defense is getting better. You done had uh, Matt oh, well, Atisa, how do you pronounce the last name, the running back, Matt Atisa? Asiata. excuse me, and Jarek McKinnon. Now you got two running backs that got more experience since Adrian Peterson been gone. Now you can utilize them a little more. And you got Mike Wallace that hopefully it gives gives Teddy Bridgewater a target. Still got Cal Rudolph. Yep. So how can a Mike Wallace and yeah, don't forget Charles Johnson. Yeah, Charles Johnson too. So how are you gonna how can San Francisco they got so many holes, so many people getting traded, getting cut loose, going to jail, retiring? How can you deal with it? And uh, it was holding again. It don't even count. It don't count. It don't count. Green Bay is going backwards. They might not even be in field goal range at the end of this. <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, it's just that that that, that uh, Minnesota might have a little bit too much firepower, especially with Adrian Peterson coming back. And Miguel, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and concur with. Chuck. I mean, San Francisco is just way too depleted. I think to. Uh, Especially with Adrian coming back, like right. I think Adrian's just gonna come out and, and, and hard wreck the league this year. So everybody that got him in their fantasies, boy, they might win their league this year. <laughs> That's what's going on. Hear the music. So T, let me run down a few scores before um, we go out. St. Louis winning ten to seven right before halftime. Jacksonville, Carolina tied three three. Washington up ten nothing over Miami. Buffalo up 10-0 over Indianapolis. The Jets and Cleveland tied. Green Bay is losing 10-7 to to Chicago. And last but not least, Kansas City is winning 27-6. to Wow. Hey, you listen to Nick Sports Radio. Hey, I just want to send a shout-out and thank Rosati's Pizza for letting us do our remote here. Join us next yep. week. Join us next weekend where we'll do college and pro here at Rosati's Live. Proud sponsor of Nick Sports Radio. Um, and don't forget to listen to our go to nicksports.com on Thursday night and listen to our show on the internet via talk show. Yep. So, also, I want to also thank uh, Masky for coming out today. And, uh, boy, that, that, that's, some, that's a good drink right there. This is a good vodka right here. I think I'm going to have to get me another one. After I give me something to eat, of course. Uh, anything else y'all brothers want to say? Nah, man. Just like you said, T-Nick, great show, fellas. As always, we're going to enjoy doing this all throughout football season as the Bears and the Packers end up tied up, T-Nick. That's what's going on. And y'all listen to us on Thursday from 7 to 9 on NickSports.com. Y'all check us out. We're going to be doing plenty of events here in the coming in Atlanta area. Yeah, yeah. And And with that, T-Nicks, you can roll us on out. All right. Join us in next week on Nick Sports Radio. We are live at Rosani's Pizza, kicking off the NFL season. You got T-Nicks, the producer, Kim, the analyst, Big L. We'll see you next week. Kicking off on college. Yep. Next Saturday.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.